It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside sources. Inside sources. Inside sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The Democrats are moving forward on their plan to pass the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill. They're now saying they can actually pay for it all. How so is the big question, and why is the administration giving the heads up to many of their agencies to prep and prepare for a possible shutdown? How will all these headlines impact the vote on the bipartisan infrastructure, $1.2 trillion on Monday? Let's figure it all out. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, in the never-ending infrastructure bridge to somewhere hopefully uh, we continue to uh, see things delayed and distracted and reframed and now a lot of the negotiation is not between republicans and democrats but between democrats and democrats Uh, this morning senate majority leader chuck schumer announced that they had reached an agreement on the tax framework he said this the white house the house and the senate have reached agreement on a framework that will pay for any final negotiated agreement. This was news to a lot of Democrats who were not aware that there even was a framework, let alone that a deal on the framework was being hammered out in the White House with the president, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and Janet Yellen. Uh, That was a surprise to many Democrats today. During the White House press briefing, Press Secretary Jen Psaki declined to give any real details on the agreement, but said that the agreement is more of a framework. It's more a menu of possible options for members of Congress. We certainly think it's progress, and it builds on the president's meetings he had yesterday with leadership, with moderates, with progressives uh, to talk about the path forward in an effort to unify members of the Democratic uh, Party and caucus around our shared objective of lowering costs for Americans and making the tax code more fair. Uh, As Leader Schumer saw, I know you followed it closely, but for others, as Leader Schumer said, I should say, uh, he conveyed what what has been agreed to is a menu of options uh, that will pay for whatever the agreement on the investment may look like. And so it's a menu of revenue raisers. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi emerged from the White House meeting. Again, there was a joint press conference with uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Nancy Pelosi said that uh, they do have the money they need to cover whatever spending they may have in the final package. We'll get more estimates as to how much money comes in on certain things, but we know that we can cover uh, the the proposal that the president has put forth to build back better, his vision for our country, well beyond uh, the the BIF, the budget, what are we calling it, bipartisan infrastructure framework so lots of uh 
lots of moving parts there to be sure. Uh, so the speaker saying, yeah, we'll have enough money for whatever is in there, which is further indication that they have not locked in what is actually in that $3.5 trillion reconciliation package. Uh, further, I think the comments coming from Speaker Pelosi today uh, indicate that the Congressional Budget Office, CBO, uh, has not been able to get enough details in order to give what they call a score. Uh, they go through and score these proposals, these pieces of legislation to say, well, this is how much revenue would come in if you sold off X percent of the uh, strategic oil reserve, or this is how much revenue uh, you would get if you raise taxes uh, on businesses by this percentage. Uh, but the CBO has come out with no score yet, and so it makes it very difficult to have a lot of credibility for Speaker Pelosi to say, hey, we have enough money to cover whatever it is is in the package because we don't know what's in the package and it hasn't been scored by the Congressional Budget Office yet. Uh, now, a lot of these are leading to battles between the progressive wing of the Democratic Party and the more moderate wing of the uh, Democratic Party. There's a lot of uh, negotiating going on back and forth. There have been a lot of meetings in the White House just over the last uh, 24 to 48 hours with uh, all of these different contingencies within the Democratic Party and President Biden trying to make sure everyone's needs are met, everyone's voices are heard. That's good. That's normal. Uh, for the most part, Republicans have been on the sideline, I think, just uh, having a little bit of popcorn and saying, wow, it's nice to see the Democrats have to do this and uh, not just the Republicans for a change. Uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said that uh, the Democrats uh, are going to have to deal with this idea of raising the debt limit and passing the reconciliation bill without any Republican support. Here's what he had to say today. The Democrats have a mechanism already in place to use reconciliation to pass it with a simple majority of their members in the Senate. If they want to raise and spend another $5 trillion, that's what they need to do. Again, that's uh, basically just shifting it and saying, hey, look, if there's going to be any raising of the debt ceiling, if there's going to be massive amounts of spending, the Democrats have the votes. They have the mechanisms to do that and execute it. And uh, the minority leader was really saying, and they're going to have to do it. They're not going to get support uh, from the Republicans. They're going to stay on the sidelines. When White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that they're asking Republican uh, lawmakers to do what has been done many, many times in terms of raising the debt ceiling. Uh, here's, what he, here's what she said. This is not a game to the president. This is uh, our economy. This is not about partisanship. This is about doing what has been done 80 times in the past and raising the debt limit, including three times under the last administration. We're going to come back to that issue of raising the debt limit uh, because uh, it is, she is correct. It has been done 80 times in the past under both Republicans and Democrats. Uh, and the problem is, is that we just keep raising it without actually reforming how we're spending. Uh, and the fact that we tend to spend over a trillion a year, more than we bring in. Uh, and we also need to make sure that we are diffusing a lot of the rhetoric around cliffs and crisis and catastrophe uh, that just aren't going to play out. This is this has just become a sport in and of itself. We'll break that down uh, just a little bit uh, further and uh, so as we look at how this is all playing out, again, a lot of Democratic infighting and debating and negotiating. Uh, Republicans are choosing to stay mostly on the side on this one when it comes to both the $3.5 trillion package as well as raising the debt ceiling. The important thing for all of us to think through 
is that we've got to get to a better way. We have to get to some real reform in terms of how we budget, how we approve that. It's all outlined in the Constitution, by the way. Uh, that's not hard to think through. I think we just need to get our members of Congress on both sides of the aisle to give it a read and then actually apply it. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.